You're now entering a new dimension. Grand Rises, everyone. It is your boy, Seven Taylor. And I am here with a beautiful guest that could actually just, you know, introduce herself. Um, <laughs> but this is definitely the second episode of Seven Conversations, where we are speaking of healing spaces, uh, transcribing different spaces, and also just creating spaces for those that are misfits in a misfit-ass world. Um, and today we'll be just talking about time and uh, deprogramming yourself in the Matrix. And also we'll speak a little about the new Matrix movie as well. And just tap into a little, you know, different scenarios along with that. Uh, but further ado, my guests, I would love for you to introduce yourself and your social media handle and everything that we need about you. Okay. Hello, everyone. Blessed Rising. My name is Jolly Hashpants. That is my brand name. I also go by Doris Jean, but you can always call me Jolly. I am in the midst of rebranding myself right now because... I kind of started off as Jolly Cream, and then I realized I'm a woman of many talents, so I didn't want to limit myself to one thing. Okay, so now. So I decided to call it Jolly Universe. Part of that is my obsession and love and appreciation for the universe, but also because universe, the word universal, there's so much that you can cover, there's so much that you can do, and there's never any limits. Period. I'm just working on tapping in more into my artistic side so you guys can look out for me on instagram at asian stoner with two r's or you can look for me on twitter at ayano x Iniku. and if that is hard to spell it is a-y-a-n-o-x-e-m-i-k-o okay you better spell it for them (laughs) (laughs) you better spell it for them honey okay (laughs) Well, like I said, my my guest definitely could do her own introduction. Me and her have been friends of a five-plus-year range uh, since we were teens, figuring out who the hell was in between. (laughs) Um, So I I wanted to speak about um, time first um, because we, we, we talk about time and vast scenarios, situations, and so on and so forth every day. Like, you, you worry about the time to go to the dentist. <laughs> Punchline. You worry about time to go to the bathroom, time to go to bed, time to get up. You know, all these different mm-hmm. rituals that we, uh, I would say, prescribe ourselves to um, in regards to those type of um, time lineages and, and those spaces. And earlier today, um, my partner, uh, he basically was watching a video on a youtuber forgot her name i will have her name for y'all for next episode um but she was she's she's a brilliant black woman for one and she's and she's a mom you know she has a little boy and um okay i got that connection and she she actually she reminds me a lot of you because she's very she's very in tune she's very optimistic Excuse me, and she's very much courageous with her spaces and places that she pronounced for herself, you know? Mm. And I think that's a pivotal thing, especially for black women Mm -hmm. to be at a space and place that you, you announce and denounce things out of your life and, and, and you, you create a safe, you know, cover for yourself and your children. Without someone always ostracizing you 
are mm-hmm. are making you feel inferior about just your body or about your your you know the space that you create or how you should look or what is a woman and you know I always say this if Eve had the mindset of Lilith she would have bust more nuts period <laughs> period <laughs> period you know I always say that because and even in that time period um where they try to always make women be of the rib to men um not saying that that's not a a beautiful metaphor um but it can be very diluting to her womanhood exactly because she feel like she has to mimic and mock and create her womanhood in the base based in the terms of of masculine energy or masculine uh, acceptance and that's kind of where you know all those different things come in and with sexism, ageism, all that stuff like that. Uh, but far as with space, we, he was watching a video on someone that, like I said, reminded me of you. And she was so, she's so cap- captivating with her, her vocabulary and how she articulate and how she pronunciate her words and her expression. And she even always remind the viewers that sometimes it's hard to articulate what we feel. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And I, that, that hit me because, yeah. uh, it is sometimes hard to, uh, articulate what we feel as exactly. individuals that are not playing in this matrix. You know, mm-hmm. we're observing it, but we're not really playing in it in a sense of this is what we want to do. You know, we're, yeah. we're, we're creating different avenues and different incomes and, you know, launching careers and so on and so forth. Um, yeah. But I do realize that with time, because time is, is of an essence, but it's, it's of an essence to just give you a, a bookmark. Yeah. Um, I don't look at time as something that limits me because I'm a limitless being, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and I had to take time and, and, um, find way to that, you know? Yeah. You gotta take time. You gotta find a way to, get those limitations off you and get them titles off me. And if I am going to title something, it's going to be what I like to title myself. Exactly. You know, you, you, uh, regulating with the universe and putting that universe into your, your, your hashtags and your usernames and so on and so forth. Me recognizing and working with the universe myself and, and knowing that seven has always been a prominent number to me. I always mm-hmm. like the seven. Oh, seven. So, you know, so mysterious. So, you know, yeah. provocative. Uh, <laughs> But <laughs> but I realized that in order for me to really find a space of communion for myself, I had to find space and time for me to grow. And it's yeah. like, what do you do? And it's my question to you as the, um, you know, the feature, the, the guest. What do you do in a sense of time when you are not on no one's time? You're in your own time, but others are forcing their time upon you. Honestly, this week has been a great example of that because I was subconsciously already doing that, being in my own realm, understanding how time works, what it is, and really understanding that people are projecting their time and their limits onto me. Right. I'm consciously laughing it off and just continuing on my path but now this week was the biggest test for me because I literally had people tell me I don't have enough time to do what I want to do as far as my career what I want to do as far as my spiritual journey oh yeah they were telling me Mm -hmm. I don't have enough time 
thing. I'm running out of time. Um, and that everything has to be rushed. Yeah. Oh, and wow. I was like, oh, honey, for you. Right. That's what, for you. That's not. That's not my shit. No. And <laughs> right. it's not, I don't. I, I don't even know if I think my guides, my higher self, like, I don't know who installed this in me, but it was already a part of me when I was a kid. Mm. It's just now I'm becoming more aware of why people say I'm selfish and I'm mean. I'm really not. It's I'm setting my boundaries for me because I know who I am. I know where I am. And I'm not following, like you said, I'm not getting trapped in the matrix and getting lost in the sauce, as they would say. I'm not doing that. And I never was. But I was Mm. always being pushed to do that. that. Right. And it's, it's weird to me because now, like, for this week, I helped myself through this journey by setting affirmations and talking to my ancestors. Like, the moment I see it or I feel it, because a lot of times I feel it before I see it. Right. And I'll feel it, and I'll laugh and talk to my ancestors, and I'll be like, you see what they're trying to do? But anyway, I'll come to them like, girl, here's the tea, because listen, <laughs> right. no, we Let me pump that. the tea to you, honey. Okay. Right. And I'll keep moving, because I realize those Verbal affirmations and manifestations of, okay, people are going to try to put you in this box, but you know where you are, you know where you're going. Right. Speak it out loud, keep moving forward. Laugh mm. it off, baby. They're going to keep doing it. They're going to keep trying. Right. They're going to keep trying to push this on you. So you got to find what works for you. And at first, in the beginning, when I wasn't doing it correctly, when I wasn't healed, I was doing it with an attitude. I thought right. an attitude was the best way to get it done. It did not help. Right. It did not my growth. It did not help with the lessons that I was supposed to learn or the opportunities that were coming my way. Right. It blocked a lot more than it did anything for of, me. Like, so I'm helping like, you. Right. Yeah. Like, mm, that's not working. You got to kind of, how can we go through this without it letting us go through it? You right. know? Like, like, like the overconsumption of something. Literally. Right. So what I take from it is that you had a lot of people placing their limitations on you through the lineage of time you know and i'm happy that you combated that and you was like you know excuse my frame but bitch that's not me you know that's a, that's not my kin <laughs> and it damn sure ain't my gen like they don't like it either right that that's where a lot of my conflict came from right was me doing that and it wasn't i'm thinking it's other things no it's that it's me being comfortable with self, me doing the work on wow. self, and finding the knowledge and the information to help with self, mm. and they're not doing that. Right. So they're either intimidated by me, or they feel, oh, here's the thing I heard. I feel like I'm better than everyone. That that's what it was. You felt it like seemed like this person is like per- this person has. Right. <laughs> I but I don't. I'm still learning. Right. No. And it, 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 and it, well, it's like a lot of stuff that's happening with you or you're experiencing is the conversations that literally, uh, me and my partner were talking about because I said this, when you are of strong confidence, you have a strong, confident foundation within yourself. People that are not really on your frequency will immediately say you're egotistic. Mm-hmm. You're full of yourself. You're full of shit. Am I? I think I just cleaned my colon, but you know, <laughs> but <laughs> but I feel like, and I'm going to say this because people for a long time 
you know, not all people, but a lot of people that I would probably run into at events or things and stuff like that. After they met me and, and had a conversation with me, they will later admit, well, I, well you know, I'm, I'm happy you're really cool because I, I, I thought you was a bitch. You know, I thought you were stuck up or I said, is it because I, uh, I handle myself with care? Yeah. Is it because I didn't, I made sure that all my nails is painted right? I had a decent or nice clothes. You know, what, yeah, what was it that made you feel inferior by me? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what it's for you. That person feels inferior by you to the point that jealous, uh, well, I don't know why, cause spirits is, is mom figure. Okay, because spirit just brought mom, and I and I never opened my vortex because it's not like <laughs> it's not one of the spiritual things, but spirit is always talking to me, and spirit was like mom, <laughs> and I'm like okay, spirit. Um, there's a thing that's called there is a thing that is parents can be jealous of their own children, mm-hmm. and you want to know why? Because they seen you opportunity that they just let pass by. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of slap in the face, you know, because in other people's situations, um, at the age 27, 28 or so, they had other obligations going on. You know, they had other things that they were like, you know, spending a whole day. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with being on trips, you know, or having your time. We all have our time. Um, but it's how you do it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, a lot of our parents spent a lot of time overindulging in shit and not really organizing things in their life. Yeah. And here you are doing the same shit that they were doing, but with a smarter twist to it. Yeah. And benefiting a little bit more than what they did, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's where that, uh, I would call it, again, I would call it, it's a, it's a, it's a certain word for it. It's a certain terminology, but I've, I've felt it before. Uh, for my own parent. And not saying that she was jealous of me, but she had jealous character, characteristics. Yeah. Cause that's when, really, when, when that's, speaking that's, of things, right. Uh-huh. When you say and think, like, oh yeah, cause I got da 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 da. It, it's like they're, it's like they're mad at a sense that uh-huh. they didn't captivate themselves the way that you are captivating yourselves. When you and when in return they should be happy that you are not letting time slip you by. Yeah, you get me. <laughs> you know, yeah. you should be happy. You should be happy. Like I said, disclaimer: I'm not saying that my mom is jealous, but I'm saying she had jealous characteristics, or she had very poisonous venom characteristics in the past. I.e., my weight. I.e. Uh, certain things I did, certain things, like, you know, I remember a year, uh, last year, I spoke about it in my book, Every Once on Sunday, did you buy it? Uh, I talk about, um, how when I was in the car, my mom, a year ago, um, and I was a little bit more heavier and stuff like that due to this, what was going on. Mind you, that was my survival weight. Like, that was, that was me coming out of house to house, finally getting my places, finally getting, suited with self weight you know so either you're gonna look like a crackhead through that era or you gonna are you gonna be a little thick and i was thick i was always handsome but i was thick you know and i didn't i was and it wasn't an issue to me 
Um, yeah. but, but when I realized that, oh, I could evolve and go back to how I was before, you know, losing the weight, chiseling up, you know, yeah, I got the space. I got a gym in my home. Let's do it. You know, why not? Opportunities there. But exactly. when she said that to me, I realized how, how, yeah, like how jealous and poisonous that statement was because she told me her exact words uh was oh you'll never be that skinny tray again you know and i took in after learning about more about the psychological thing and stuff like that and the hurt people hurt people cycle i just realized you were a hurt person Uh because you are not the size that you were you know (laughs) so it's it's like I think you were projecting your insecurities and your your issue with your current weight with minds, and we had two different perceptions. I know at the drop of the dime, I could have dropped that weight if I wanted to, and I did. Yeah. Um, but for you, maybe that's a struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I'm viewing you from a different psychological space where I'm like, yeah. maybe for you, that's a struggle. You know, so it's like I understand. I I get you. Because yeah. sometimes they be saying some wild ass shit. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if you my parent, are you some part, somebody on the street that's been gutting for me? Yeah, literally. And I, you know, this, this year has been a very exciting, but I can't even call it heartbreaking. It's been revealing. <laughs> yes. There we go. Thank you. It's been very very revealing. (laughs) I think a revealing year for me because before this year came, I wanted to work on my childhood trauma because I worked on self and realized a lot of my anger Mm -hmm. and a lot of my tendencies that I had were because I was a hurt child that never healed. Mm. And I was like, "Mm, I kind of don't want to be the same mom that I'm trying to get away from. Like, I don't. That part. That part. I'm trying to stay away from my mom because. She's making me feel how I feel like I may be making my child feel. Hold on. We need to figure out why this is happening. Okay, you better dissect that cycle. Go ahead. Yeah. And I have people who are around me that were making excuses for me. No, don't do that. I'm going to really get to the bottom of it. They're like, oh, you're just doing that because that's what you saw. Yeah, that's what I saw. But I saw a lot of things that I don't do, so it's not that. Yes. Come Let on out. Bring that, bring that right back, though. Bring that right back. Bring that the motherfucker. <laughs> Hold on, DJ. Bring that shit right the fuck back. Literally. Like that shit wet first. Listen. <laughs> you gotta bring that back because, like I said, we have, me and you have a tendency of a lot of situations that we speak about or whatever the situation is. All these conversations that we're speaking about right now, I was just having it with my partner yesterday. Yeah. And... I say that, yes, trauma happens, right? Uh-huh. And then you understand the trauma and then you, you cope and then you're, you're, you're to release the trauma, uh, release the attachments to the trauma from you. Like you can't really erase the trauma, but you can uh, at least release the, the, the emotional attachments to it. I said, but a lot of people tend to live in this excuse era of themselves. Where because mommy slapped the shit out of me, that means I'm gonna. Sla- I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just. I'm giving. I'm just giving it to y'all. I'm gonna give it to y'all because yeah. I'm. I gotta be. I gotta be in my transparency. Exactly. Mommy slapped the shit out of Daryl. Now I'm gonna slap the shit out of Carol. You know, <laughs> because 
is literally cycles of trauma repeating itself. Yeah, exactly. and 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 passing itself down to one person to one person to one person. Mm-hmm. So I love that you said that you've seen a lot of things, but you're not doing those things. You know, yeah. you're giving yourself like, yeah, I I seen her doing, yeah, I seen her. I probably said, yeah, you know, you've seen a lot of shit, but is it to re- repeat it? No. Yeah. No. I, yeah, and that's and and those type of individuals that are trying to give you that pass are people that are living in an excusable era of themselves. Yeah. You just smack the shot of your son for no apparent reason due to him maybe eating some ice cream in the middle of the night. Kid shit. Yeah. But you were right. And then you reverted back to when you were trying to make a peanut butter jelly sandwich. In the middle of the night because you got hungry, as we tend to do. Sometimes we just get hungry out of nowhere. And yeah. you went in the kitchen to make you a peanut butter jelly sandwich. And then your mom noticed that you were eating a sandwich in the bedroom when you weren't supposed to. And then she smacked the shot of you. And you never forgot it. Never and then when you got a chance to display it and reproduce that moment, you did. Uh-huh. Instead of checking yourself and saying... He's a kid. He's fucking hungry. He's he's growing up. His hunger is different from when he was two weeks old to him being fucking 15. Exactly. There's a huge difference. And you know what? I have to agree with you on that one. When you said they had to check themselves, but it's also a challenge. Yeah. Because those same people who, when they're in a room with their friends, will bash what they mom did 10, yes. 15, 20 years ago. But here's the challenge to where now it's your turn. To break that cycle and do exactly what you wish your mother would have did for you, which was mm. talk to you. Right. And let you, oh, and you, let you feel that. She first with you about what was going on, but she didn't. She abused you physically or maybe verbally or emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I have the chance to challenge yourself to see if that is really the person you want to be. Right. you talk game, but can you do it? When you're in the midst of it, not when you're not in the midst of it. That part. Talk about it all day when you're not in this situation, but when you're in it, right? Can you can, can you do that? Right? Can you? Then you could probably understand why it was hard for your mom to do but it. But at right. least you tried. There's the difference. Yeah. But do change. Right. And break that cycle. But if you don't do it at all, there's no growth. There's no progress. You don't even know if you're capable of doing it. You're able right. to talk about that's it. And people will talk of the game. We can talk all day. We can talk all day. Listen, we can talk all day. But no, people, and I agree with everything you're saying, people do talk of the game. And it's like, it's so many, uh, it's so many different ways of, of tapping into this conversation because it's so many different things that, that arises itself to my forefront while yeah, speaking about good. things, while speaking about our own, um, experiences with trauma and our own yeah. moments of, Chin check in the situation as well. Um, one thing I do say is that the matrix tries to create you to be in this survival mode mindset. Uh Always frantic in. Oh, oh, wait, did I pay that? Oh, you know, and it's like when you operate on that, that's how you burn yourself out quickly. Yeah. Instead of taking things day by day and as it come and. You know, maneuver through, be disciplined, you know, you know, be on top of your shit, do what you got to do. But, but also know that things happen. 
Moments yeah. happen. You know, things sometimes come out of the blue. Sometimes certain bills come way before it was supposed to come. You know, literally. literally. And you get to learn this as an adult. And you get to learn this as someone that is commuting yourself through this adult experience. And I realized that a lot of people, they don't know when to allow themselves to have a resting point because they're in this rat race, Mm -hmm. you know, with themselves. Yeah, with themselves. And I, a few days ago, I was, I was watching this interview on Raven Simone. Shout out to Raven Simone. She follows me on Twitter. Um, That's a Raven. You know, all those epic moments of our childhood. She's, oh my she's, gosh! I don't talk about watching it, but it's in my uh, watch later. Yes. Okay. Come on out with a watch later, because I be I, I use that watch later like it's not there's nobody business. Where? <laughs> and I get my food, and you know, and, and if me and they ain't watching no movies or doing something, all right, you you be in the there. I'm gonna go in the room with my food, my laptop, and I'm gonna get this good old in. But I did yeah. watch it, and. I understood what she talked about just being in a space of allowing other, I would say, allowing the program basically to exhaust you before your time. Yeah. Uh, Making you feel like you got to be on top of everything. You got to be on this. You got to do this. You got to do that. And there's nothing wrong with having things aligned, but it's, it's something psychologically wrong when you're being over bombarded by a pandemic, lack of resources, lack of real family structure, lack of real friends, lack of a real, you know, all those different things pile up. And then on top of that, they want you to put on a fucking bright, cheesy fucking face. And they want you to go into this world and act as if nothing's happening. Nothing's going on. And I'm good. I'm good. And it's like that. I'm good thing. Only get you butt so far. Until you start looking like the shit you're faking to be, you know? And it's like, I, I understand a lot of people go by the, the philosophy, the thesis of, oh, fake it till you make it. Um, but that, that only gets you butt so far. You know, that only gets you butt so far. And to the point that those feelings, emotions, and all those different things that you've been trying to bury under the pillow starts to come back the fuck up. And then you're talking to somebody and you about to just, Gurgitate, uh, vomit up that emotion or those experiences, and you don't know why, but it's, it's like because you you try to suppress it for so long that what goes down as soon comes up. You know, you you, yeah. you swallowed it to digest it, but you didn't spend any time digesting it. So it's like, all right, bitch, I gotta come back up. You know, that's like food. <laughs> you exactly. know, so it's like um, Raven Simone talked a lot. She talked about a lot of good points, but the main thing I got from the interview that she did uh, was you cannot allow anyone to exhaust you to the point that you have no energy for yourself. She even speaks about her blacking out when they say action. She don't remember none of her tapings of the Cosby show. All she remember is leading up to the stage. As soon as they say action. She don't remember a thing. And I don't mean to spoil this. I know you got to watch it. Um, but, <laughs> and that, and that created, uh, this, this associative, this, a disassociative disorder with herself. 
Um, which we all, in a way, have experienced that. Whether we were child stars or not, we all experienced something happening and you come out your body. Uh-huh. And then you go back to your body when it's safe, you know? Yep. So it's like when we speak about deprogramming ourselves from the matrix and stuff like that, we speak more so of getting from under a system that is constantly oppressing you, even when you are running in their rat race. Even when you are one of the top motherfucking rats in the race, <laughs> you know, after a while, you become exhausted. You know, you don't have nothing to share. You don't have nothing to give. You don't know what to give. You don't know what to share. And and then on top of that, you're you're still trying to figure yourself out. Um. So it's like I go to say this, that if there's, you know, of course, there's young people listening and stuff like that, but. When you do feel yourself being in a rat race or you feel like you got to get it, got to get it, got to get it, make sure that it's energy from yourself and not from what you're seeing on social media, not from someone else posting their accomplishments, not from some envy or jealousy of someone else getting to their bag. Uh, Make sure it's about you, you know, so you don't allow yourself to be defunded or demotivated or are um, exhausted upon your own journey because you're trying to match Sally's journey. Sally's on a different frequency than you are, baby girl. Yep. You know? <laughs> Seriously. And it's like a lot of people don't understand that. And I, like I said, I spoke about that a lot in my books um, about just creating your own reality and doing your own thing and, and mastering your own self because if I'm always worried about everybody and everything everyone's doing, then I start to fail at myself. You know, I'm not giving myself the proper attention and and necessities that I need. So why am I watering your garden when my garden is is starting to fail? Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's starting to look a a, a certain type of way or it's starting to um, uh, please itself in another notation. Excuse me. Trying to get my throat. But I, I so I go to say that. So, what do you feel about those individuals that are looking desperately to try to deprogram themselves from past down generational programming and just overall society programming of what you should be, what you should look like, what you should have? I mean, you know, like, what do you feel about that for those young lads and long, young lattices <laughs> for the women <laughs> that's coming through the gates and it's like, listen, I'm just trying to break this shit through so I can create my own reality. Mm, um, that's a very good question because I've met a few, actually met a few. I know my Second oldest nephew, who will be 21 tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, is he's right there. But he's always been there, but he's now fully aware that he wants to break through that. Right. And I've learned that with talking with him, because, you know, we have a huge age gap. Right. What worked for me didn't work for him, but I noticed we both had the same goal as far as understanding and knowing self. Right. Like that is the first step, the most important thing. And it's going to be very 
confusing because you're going to have moments when your gut, your intuition is telling you exactly what you need, exactly the information, but right. the downloads the and the pain mm-hmm. from before is telling you why you're not capable of doing it, why you can never do it, whether if it's your mom, your sister, your uncle, your best friend, an ex. Whoever it was that was trying to push you in that box and say, hey, no, you're going to be on this train with me because I'm lost and I'm going to be stuck in the matrix and I don't want to put in the work. Right. Really work myself. So I'm going to grab you with me. You're going to stay with me. You have those know. people, if they're still alive or mm. if they're in another realm, you have those, those voices that come back in your head. So right. you have to come up with fun ways and I used to do this as a kid which I just said to somebody the other day I really didn't even know it was helping me but I used to come up with games in my room my mom would tell me to clean up my room and I would act like let's say if I wanted to hang out with my friend I would act like there would be a barrier in between her and I if I didn't finish whatever mission I needed to finish for me Mm. and it worked for me Right. It'll be like, okay, if you wanna, if you wanna have that fun connection, that fun wind down time with your homegirl this weekend, you need to finish this this mission you started for yourself. This is an right. important mission. Those same TV characters, the same way you were so excited for them to solve it and get it done, you gotta have that for you. Right, right. You gotta be on your own, on your so, own ass. Right. On, this is what you need to work on. This is how you're gonna get it. Baby girl, you're not gonna get it if you don't do this mission right here. This mission is important. This mission is life or death right now. It's make her. It's gonna make or break you. Do That's you want to put it for for yourself, or are you gonna sit there and you're gonna allow yourself to stay stagnant and stay stuck? Because mm. I didn't know the word stagnant at the time. It was stuck for me. Are you gonna stay stuck? Right. Or are you gonna move it? How are you gonna keep it moving by finishing this? And it will be small. It will be like dust your room. That's the easy thing to do right but if you have childhood trauma if you have uh adhd if you have self-doubt if you have all of those on top of that dusting a room doesn't sound that easy after a while right when you start looking at all the things that are weighing down on you so then i would just make it light i would make it light and i would turn my trauma into a prize like okay that is my sparkly teddy bear okay my depression that is ice cream, and I'm gonna get rid of that. I'm gonna eat that ice cream up, and I'm mm. gonna just, I'm gonna enjoy it while it's there, and it's gonna be gone. Right. And guess what? I'm <laughs> and I will find little, like little things like that to help get me closer to where I was going because I knew what I wanted to do with myself. I knew where I was, and I knew what my gut and intuition was telling me. But I knew that there was so so much trauma from the generational curses and on. That was just holding me back. And I'm like, right. how can I flip this? Right. But I like challenging myself. Mm. Challenging myself was my thing. Like it was, because I was always told, because I had ADHD, that there, I couldn't do anything. Mm. I wasn't capable of doing nothing because I had ADHD. So then that made me challenge myself in everything. The most simplest thing, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, remember that lady said you can do this? Watch. Right. I, I mean, I, I even had my own diagnosis with that as well. I mean, I, I feel like I grew, outgrew it, but yeah. And I, and I, I think the ADHD thing, um, not to talk over you, but I think the ADHD yeah. thing, um, is more so just a creative mind. Yeah. You just get creative sparks I, every five seconds, you know? Uh, 
agree with you 100% because I know a person, he's a male, uh, mid-20s, and he was diagnosed with ADHD, uh, PTSD, all of that. And he looks at his ADHD as such a bad thing because, you know, there's a lot of things that come with it, like forgetting and staying on task, which I can understand can be frustrating, but I look at it from a creative point of view. So whenever I'm doing something and I get distracted, I don't look at it as, oh, my ADHD is messing up with me. I'm like, ooh, what is, what is it? There's right. something new, something new coming. And that's why my focus is different now. Right. Ooh, okay. All right. What is this feeling I'm getting? Oh, okay. This feeling is towards this. Ah, let me see if that could be a new outlet for what I want to do as far as my business. Oh, let me see if that's a new outlet for what I want to do as far as my spiritual journey. Is that what I'm looking for? Right. Because that has been what I've been asking for. Because especially when we're in this space of being spiritual and knowing self and breaking the curses, mm -hmm. there's things that we consciously ask for. That's we true. We ask for things to be revealed to us we ask for challenges we ask for opportunities but then when we get them we let what everyone in the matrix was telling us oh yeah that's just adhd is it really though is it the exact key i was asking for exactly is it because <laughs> listen 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 <laughs> because you, you def you're hitting on so many points um and so many like i said so many past discussions um, that, that I was having. And so, you know, just, uh, there's a book called The Holographic Universe, right? And that's one of the books that me and my, right. And that's one of the <laughs> books that me and my partner is reading. And that, that, that book has, it has so much information in it that is ridiculous, mm -hmm. you know, not ridiculous, like bad, but it's like, wow, it's, it really, by, by, by the time you're done with the first chapter, you're already getting a spark and a change and a different perspective and all these different vast, you know, notions and things are happening for you, right? Uh -huh. Um, and then you start to realize that what was taught to you or how did, how you learn certain things when it comes to religion and all those other, you know, departments of life, uh, a lot of that stuff is in reverse. You know, they look yeah. at black magic and things and stuff like that as something bad when y'all are using it. <laughs> Come on now. But you made the black people not use, well, we, we, we still do use it, but y'all made black people fear black magic or fear Lucifer or fear all these different deities and things and stuff like that that y'all are working with. Uh huh. That was the whole mind fuckery. You know? Yeah. That's the whole mindfuckery that you learn. And it's like, even with planetary magic and even with, um, occult and cosmic laws and all these different things that we were, uh, told, no, please can't. You're going to go to hell. First of all, hell doesn't exist. Hell is a mindset. It's a mindset. If you believe you'll go to hell when you ascend from here, then you probably will, but it'll be your own hell. Up your own hell, exactly. You know, <laughs> so it's like when I when I realized that that was a far vast thing, um, and even having my own experiences of questioning and 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 trusting in my gut and speaking to my spirit guides and uh, utilizing my mediumship, 
I realized that a lot of things that we were taught was in reverse. And, and even when it comes down to, like I said, this, these disorders, ADHD and schizophrenia and all these different things, a lot of these things are not really disorders. They're just disorders to them because they want an order of how people commute and, and, and create community for themselves with energies. People that have schizophrenia are people that are just very open in their vortex that they transcribe a lot of different personalities all at once. They also are seen in different dimensions all at once. So anyone that's having that type of experience and not knowing how to control it and not knowing what it is and always told that those things were bad and so on and so forth, of course they're going to go batshit crazy. Of course they're going to end up in a mental institution, you know? For sure. Knowledge is fucking power, you know? (laughs) It's power. And as I learn and more learn, the more this program, this matrix, I see it for what it is. I see it exactly for what it is. And I feel like those inorganic individuals that we speak of, that we know of, uh-huh. opposite of black, uh, they <laughs> have used our shit. Yeah. They've used our spells, our cults, our cultures. Everything, our deities, our everything, anything, the, the main thing they can't get a hold of is our spirits, guys, because those are personally assigned to us. But if they could, them, them individuals would, they you would. know, they would without a, without a, without a chance of fucking hell. I swear. And, um, like I said, the holographic universe is definitely a dope book to check out. It is not in print no more, so you can just find it online for free. Like uh, like the ebooks, like a lot of stuff we get in ebook form and we just download them because they made them out of print. So that was their way of trying to stop it. But whoever runs these sites, they have the copies and they just do like the scanner thing and then upload it as a file. So it will still be the book, but it won't be a physical book. You have, you just have to download it. We we got a printer, so we download it. Put it all together, staple it, and just read it as a regular physical book, you know? Because a lot of stuff that you will learn about yourself, about your ancestors, about your, uh, uh, your, your community of self is not coming from these books that are established right about now. It's really coming from the books that are no longer in print. Yeah. No longer able to find the books that they have in the, the Vatican and all that stuff like that. Those books are books that are really talking about us. The shit that they got out right here is not really books that's talking about us. It's given specs and pieces, but that's yep. the control version of what they want us to know, not the real version. You, you, you follow me? You it's know? Right. Controlled. Right, controlled. And that's why we feel like as as chosen individuals or as individuals that are expressing ourselves through this human experience, because I'm not a human being, I am a super being. I am a multi-dimensional being. I'm not human because human is limited. I'm not a yeah. limited being. So I'm having a human experience because I, got, I obviously I had to come here and get one human experience in. You know, I, I just chose to, you know, thank you. I just chose to find, and I speak about this as well. Cause so many things I want to talk about. So many things I want to touch on too. You know, I know we got vast time. Um, but I speak about, Vibra, like vibratory energy with words, right? Uh-huh. And how when people will hit, will hit you up and they ask you, oh, hey, how's your day going? And people be like, 
our, our, our house life or what's going on. Let's start with house life. House life. And people normally will reply back, well, you know, life is life. I'm just, you know, that stuff. It's a very vague, you already get, you already kind of get in a area of what, what's going on in life because they're just saying life yeah. is life. They're not saying, oh, life is phenomenal. You know, life is life. Whatever. Yeah. So basically in, in order, f- this is a, this is a mental act. In order for you to really start maneuvering yourself in higher frequencies with self, you got to speak higher frequencies to self. So if someone was to ask me, how's life? I, if, even if life is kind of giving me a challenge, I, in return, instead of saying, oh, it's okay, life is life. No, my, my response would be, I'm in position of being challenged right about now, but I know I will conquer it. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that anything I seek out of this experience, I shall get, you know, um, you know, I, I, it, there's so many different ways that you can reply back to people oh. that yeah. for the right people, they'll get exactly where you're coming from. But for the wrong people that are not on your frequency level, they're like, wait, what? you know, like they, they'll think it's riddles. But the thing is, what you're doing is you're programming yourself to speak life upon yourself. Uh-huh. When you're always speaking of negative things, um, okay. When you're always speaking of negative things and negative uh, situations, you will always feel the need to produce that type of energy. Yeah. And it's like energy has to match some type of energy. And when we realize that how we respond to ourselves and how we respond to others about ourselves, you start to understand that you are actually painting and producing an energy for yourself. So I'm phenomenal. I'm, I'm, I am of space and of communion to myself right by now. I am maneuvering through any challenges that come my way because they always will be conquered. You know, you gotta, you gotta speak the life into yourself. You gotta speak that. You gotta give yourself that reflective time of whatever you're experiencing at this current moment because that's how the, the, the more you damper yourself, the more you'll be damped. Exactly. So even if you are in a weird-ass predicament or dealing with weird-ass situations, it's okay to speak life into yourself. Yes, it is. It's okay to forecast things for yourself even when you don't feel like it's in the physical grasp right about now. Yeah. You know, it's called manifestation, people. <laughs> you know, but, claim your shit, claim your blessings. Stop praying yeah. for the blessings and start claiming your blessings. How about exactly. that? You know, um, but it, it, it's definitely a high vast thing that we, we, we commute ourselves with. Um, yeah. and you know, time and all these different things, they matter, but they only matter to a certain extent. Uh-huh. I don't really feel myself subjecting myself to time. I just feel like time works in my favor. Uh-huh. I'm always on time. Yep. You know, I'm always on time. And even when I don't feel like I'm on time, I am on time. Yes. Because it was meant for me to arrive to that destination at <laughs> that time. <laughs> right. You know, that's, that's it. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. And I, I feel like, and I wanted to send out, you know, I know we'll be we, wrapping up this episode very soon. I do see the little timer thing. Um, but I do send out a lot of love and, 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 and community 
to individuals like us that are, and especially the woman that we came across on YouTube that we've been watching her her videos and stuff like that right. that are trying to. Please send her a link when you have time. I def I definitely will. Um, I know who you're talking about, but just in case I don't send her a link. <laughs> she got short hair, short hair, light skin. Yes. Okay. All of that is sounding familiar. I know so many phenomenal women on YouTube that I'm just right. And she <laughs> and she speaks very eloquent and 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 articulate so profoundly. That sounds like I, I've seen her video before. You probably but. you probably did. Um, you probably did, and, and and that's nothing but spirit just bringing people, places, and things t- towards us in our our space of um insight. Yeah, you know, and playing a student role. Like right by now, we're we're, we're going within. You know, we're <laughs> we're going within, and we're we're reconstructing who we are as individuals. And right about now, this is the best time to play student and learn some things and and observe. I'm like I said, I've been tweeting lately. I'm I'm, I'm observing everything, mm-hmm. everything. Every time I step outside my household, every time I step outside or come downstairs to my conference room for meetings and so on and so forth, I'm observing. Everything because everything is changing right before our eyes. I swear it is. It everything. really is. Everything. Everything. The energy, the the, the cycles of energy, the the, yep. the the people, um, the matter, the the value, everything is is, is changing so so rapidly, um, mm-hmm. to the point that you may feel like you haven't even got to a space to really digest it yet. Yeah. And I I think it comes more so when you, you have that commune, like me, like I said, me and my partner, we know how to, we know how to commune energy when we know what days are what days. Like today's a study day. Today's a get things done day. Today's a rest, recover energy day or days. (laughs) Cause we, we have had a few days before where we had a few days of just palm itching, money coming. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I always claim that every time I felt that, um, yep. and it comes, but I, I, I feel like you got to set up alignment with yourself. You know, you got to put yourself in the best alignment. And even when you're not experiencing the shit that you want to experience, still speak of it as if you have it, because what you'll do is gravitationally pull that shit to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you got to go to the car dealership and rub that motherfucking car a few times to bring it into your reality. Sometimes you got to use your senses. Yeah. Taste, touch, feel, whatever. You know, even yeah. when you, and, and, and for, for individuals that are having sex, when you're having sex, you're about to climax. Think about that one thing that you want, that sex magic. And when you're about to bust that nut, <laughs> think about it. Yeah. You'll manifest it. <laughs> Literally, there's so many different ways that we can use our body as a vortex to get what we want out of this life without even doing the mundane things, without doing the mundane things. And it's like, you will always, and I would say this in in, in correlation and conclusion of this, you will always have another program trying to trump the program that you're creating for yourself because it realized that you don't need it, but it needs you. Uh Uh-huh. And those are, that goes with people, places, and things. You know, they will really try to trump your belief system. They'll try to yeah. make you seem stupid. They'll try to make you seem like you're dumb in a game. They'll try to make you seem like you don't uh-huh. got no time. All these different things that is bothering them, 
They're trying to project that shit to you. Yeah. And all you got to do is say, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't set that in my reality. That's yep. all I say. I, I be saying that sh- I say that shit out loud all the time. I don't set that in my reality. That just turns away that little verbal spell that you try to throw my way. Yeah. Because that's what it is. You speak mm-hmm. ill upon someone and then they get ill. You just did a spell on them. You know? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's it's so many. It's Listen. Listen. We can go on and fucking on and on. Um, <laughs> But most really, of Right. Really. There's so much that we could talk about. There's so much that we could talk about. Um, but, um, in conclusion, I, I do, like I said, I do want to send out love and, and prayer and prayer yeah. of energy and, and not necessarily to God, to any God or anything like that, but just more so a prayer of just energy and, and, and resources for people that need it. Yes. Um, so I, I should say, I mean, send out a spell, you know, yeah. um, because, the more I deeper I get into my spirituality, the more I understand how Christianity was was the the, the divining defund uh, of black individuals. Yeah, that was the shit that fucking really put us in a chokehold. Yeah, you know. So it's like the longer no. <laughs> thing that just. I just have to say this message to any of the young kids who are hearing this. If you are within a family who is going to church and something in you does not agree with it, Mm. you are not wrong. You are not a bad person. You just know what your purpose is and your ancestors are trying to speak to you. Come on now. Speak to you and save you from going down a path that you already know you don't want to go down. And it is okay. For you to feel like being inside of the church is weird for you. That's okay. normal. It's very That's normal. normal. Very normal. Because that place was not built for you and your people. Right. But inside of you, that feeling that you're getting, that makes you feel like you need to leave that place, that is your church right there. Okay? Mm. Start there. The- Talk to that. Yes. See that. Mm. That is going to help you feel a lot better. You will not be beating yourself up every day because you are not the bad guy. Mm. You are not a bad person, okay? Yes. If they're yes. speaking for a reason and whatever your purpose is, you will find it. Just keep holding on to that, and it will be hard. Right. It hard. I'm going to be honest. It will be very difficult because you'll be having so many people around you and your family telling you that's what you're not supposed to do. You're supposed to do this, and understand. Hear them. Hear them. But mm-hmm. know yourself, okay? Yes. So, I love this. Saying, yes. Know yourself. Hear please. them, but know yourself. And that was a and word. Not, <laughs> so me, please don't be afraid to find me online. I will help you. I will talk to you. We will talk about it. Talk yes. It. Yes. Yes. Always, always being of of, of community. And I, I love everything that you said. And I, I totally, definitely, 110% confirm and, and, and co-sign that. Because, yes, it's true. You it will is. have so many people trying to convert you. And I know as a, me being a youngster, I just, something about church just always felt odd to me. Always felt odd From to the me. ties, that tie bucket going around, from the, the weird oh. looks you get from people, from the yep. ostracizing of your sexuality as soon as you step in the building, from all those, yeah. you know, it's, it's so many different things to hit on and so many different things to talk about. And I actually probably will, um, have a church episode. Um, I, or, and, and speak about just how Christianity was the defunding of the black culture. 
And I stand by that 110% because it's so evident that it was, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it just, it's, uh, I'm going to speak about that in another episode. Um, yeah. but I do, <laughs> but I, I don't know why that message came over me, but no, I had... it was a download and it, it was just spiritual. It was just it spiritual was. people. It was, a, it was a download because we need it. We needed, we needed to hear that. Um, we needed to hear that cold heartedly. Um, yeah. cold, cold fucking heartedly. We needed to hear that. Um, like I said, this seven conversations, this podcast is all about, transformation, healing conversations, much needed conversations. We need to talk about this conversations and so on and so forth. So we will always bust down the door and talk about topics that need to be talked about. And I'm not sugarcoating shit and my guests sure don't sugarcoat shit at all. Um, but I thank you so much for sharing community with me today and sharing so much space. And it's always beautiful to connect with you and to see the amazing things that you're doing and that you will do. You know, and being a super mom that you are and um just like I said, most importantly, anyone out there that is of a chosen experience, I should say, um, uh-huh. that are living through this time right about now, you're not alone. And knowing uh-huh. that you don't wanna partake in any uh matrix shit or be a part of any of those type of things, it's not a bad thing. Your gut is just telling you this ain't for you and this ain't for me. And that's that. And that and that's okay. And that's okay. And you gotta handle with that. And that's okay. <laughs> you gotta handle with that. That that's and that's okay. So I'm definitely. Um, we were, well, we are definitely signing out. This is episode two, and I'm gonna have a lot of different. I have a very vast, uh, various artists and entrepreneurs and. Many walks of life that are going to be joining me on this show. So I'm so happy for all those that have agreed um, to do some features with me on the podcast. Yeah. And also we will have some original episodes as well, solo ones. Um, but right about now, Spirit was telling me to use my platform and engage with those that have something to say. So I said, okay, Spirit, I'm going to invite the people I feel that got something to say. And that they are doing the fucking work. Yep. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Period. So I love you and I love you all. And I, I, I wish y'all all the best. And I just want everyone to just be of communion and love with yourself and just be gentle and understanding. And even if you are. Um, having any financial issues or any type of challenges right about now, know that it's a temporary situation and you can press that reset button at any fucking time. Anytime. Anytime. It's always any- there. And you yourself is always there for you, even if you don't have uh, a safe space, you know? Yes. So we conclude this episode. Quickly. Go ahead. If you guys hit that reset button, that's seven cents. I don't know if a lot of you guys are cartoon fan. I am. But remember the Fairy Odd Parents episode? When they kept pressing the redo button, don't be afraid to say it out loud. Say it exactly how they said it in that episode. Yes. Try to laugh with it, laugh with it. But don't be afraid to say redo out loud and press that reset button, okay? Yes. Press that button. Press say it. it. Redo. Smash that hole if you could. <laughs> Listen. But yes, we are definitely rolling out. And I love that you said that. And I love for y'all parents. And, um... <laughs> Yes, catch me in the next episode.